1: Got the girls inside the party. Let's get down to crazy Jimmy. Big got myself and known as Alfie, the one and only, the Turkish MC. Always love
2: the clothes of Jimmy. I'm your one Jimmy
1: Star, who's celebrity? will take
2: you Hello, and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, bringing you the best in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. And boy, do we have a great show for you guys today! going to be a lot of fun. We have Bello Sanchez from America's Next Top Model, Kevin Sizemore from the new movie Woodlawn, and a new segment of So You Want to Be a Star. Before we get started, let me introduce my cool, outrageous man about town co-host,
3: Mr. Ron Russell. Well, Pennsylvania is getting, well, I shouldn't say Pennsylvania. I should say Philadelphia is getting back to normal. The roads are open again, and the hysteria over El Papa coming here to visit us has ended, thank God. I am not very happy that the Pope came here simply because he said a few things I'm not thrilled about, things that are bigoted and things that will only infuriate people to do more harm to gay people. First of all, he's against gay marriage, which I think is ridiculous because just because he can't get married to his lover doesn't mean that, you know, we can't. <laughs> um, also, he said bad things about just gay people in general, transgender people, and he agreed with that bitch, that Davis bitch, that uh, she doesn't have to uh, give out marriage certificates to gay people because it goes against Christ, because he talks to God, you know, he doesn't realize he's schizophrenic because most schizos talk to a voice that doesn't exist, but anyway, I'm happy to say that I'm no longer a Catholic. I was born a Catholic and raised a Catholic, although I never went to communion, confession, or what is the other thing, whatever the hell the other jerky things they do. Um, Because religion really does incite riots and turns people against one another. Uh, Look at the wars that we have. It's basically based on religion. I'm sorry the Pope came. He should have stayed in Rome, you know, polishing his jewelry, having his hair done, and getting new, you know, burgundy satin shoes made, because his coming here was just... Ridiculous. Talking
2: about getting his hair done, though, everybody in the chat room is talking about how nice yours is.
3: Oh, thank you very much. That's because the Pope did it before he left. He gave me a wash and set. You know, he used to be a hairdresser. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> that's enough about Aurelie Jones. Uh, what's up, Chad? Hey, wait a minute. Wait you're a minute. Say, wait, wait, to hang to on. I, we're no, going to get party. there. We have time. It's a two hour show. So, pe- people, please don't hate me out there if you're Catholic. Everyone's entitled to their beliefs. And my belief is not of religion. My belief is extraterrestrial, that we came here from Mars. So tell me I'm not crazier than anybody else that believes in a God that they've never seen. So there you go. Now we could talk to Chad, whose What's birthday up,
2: it Chad, is. Chad, today's Chad's birthday. Welcome, Chad Murphy, engineer mm-hmm. for the Jimmy Star Show. What's mm-hmm. up, Chad?
4: Hit it, Ron. Hit it.
3: Well, to sound like a big old homo, here we go. <laughs> birthday to you. Oh. Uh, uh, happy birthday to you. Oh. Uh, 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 what the birthday? Oh Chad. Oh happy birthday. Ooh ooh, ooh to you Yay, yeah, what's, what's, what's up, everybody wish Chad a happy birthday. What's up y'all? I can make believe that Marilyn Monroe sang that to you. All you have to do is play the voice sound back, and get a, and you know lay there at night in the dark with a vibrator and play that back, and you'll think it was Marilyn Monroe. You bet! There
4: I'm going to clip go. that segment out right there. Thanks, mm-hmm. Ron.
3: Have a good. Have, listen, Chad. Seriously, I know you're 31 years old, and you're looking great for your age. Thanks. You, now tell us your real age. 45. Oh my God! I was eye off by 45. four 45. months. Anyway, what are you doing for your birthday? I'm doing
4: the Jimmy Star Show.
3: <laughs> Woo! Well, that's depressing. Now, let me, hear something. <laughs> let me hear something exciting.
4: Something exciting. I don't know. Maybe get lucky tonight. Who knows? Oh,
3: you think your girlfriend's going to put out a little for your birthday? Probably She's got to do huh? a little, you know, like dress up like a birthday cake and have you eat it.
4: That sounds fun.
3: Okay, tell her that.
4: i text her right now. She
3: dresses a birthday cake. A He's Pills- going to text her, right? Now. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of Pillsbury cake mix all around her box. And, you know, can't, you know chocolate syrup and go go at it. Thank you, Ron. Well, I, so you know, what's up? anything to get happy. That's a- good.
2: In the meantime, Chad, we wish you a happy birthday. All the best always from everybody that listening now. Everybody loves you. You're fantastic. We want to thank you for all that you do for us and have a happy birthday. And Chad you.
3: happens to be, folks, in the real world, a gentleman, a sweet guy. A very nice person. I don't know why he's on our show because he's really too good for us. He's too and the proper. And
2: they're saying he's hot.
3: Oh, he's gorgeous. <laughs> so you can, I've seen him without a shirt. Forget about it. He could play one of these superhero movies in a minute and make them all look like a bunch of Nelly little skinny queens. But anyway, Chad's just a nice guy, a regular down-to-earth Joe. And I'm so happy that he works with us. I'm shocked that he does because, you know, he's got class style and he doesn't curse.
4: Hey, it's it's the best show W4CY has. I got to be here, baby. Woo! There you go.
3: I know. but Even in our private world, when we're not on camera or or TV, you never curse or say dirty stuff. You're a gentleman.
4: Okay, you say so.
3: You say so. Yeah, you know, off camera, I'm very clean-mouthed. You know that. I never say dirty stuff. Oh, boy.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So what's up, everybody? Chat room, hello. We want to give a shout-out to everybody in the chat room. (laughs) Lots of people in the chat room. I don't know who all of you are, but let's say hello to Irish Ginger. Guest Dave Pizza Hughes, oh Dave Hughes, uh, stars now I guess that is. Jane Yates, fabulous author from England. We've also got Jessica Jimmy McQuery from over the overthemoonnews.blogspot.com, Lady Lake Cindy and Lady Lake Jen from Lady Lake Music the bad music promoters and social media people in the world. And um, who did I miss? Jimmy McCreary, I said, Jane Yates. I guess any, and anybody else that's in there, hello. Welcome to the show. We appreciate you guys tuning in. We're going to have a great show. You. Oh, Stefan's in there. Hey, Stefan, what's up? So everybody in the chat room, hello, hello, hello. And um, before I don't forget, which I'll probably tell everybody later too, but but uh, the Jimmy Star shows... Uh, videos and stuff are all getting put up now all you have to do to go to jimmystarsworld.com we have an incredible new promotional video that uh, talks about the show our reach and all the fabulous guests we've had on it was all done by Stefan, it's like a movie and you can go to jimmystarsworld.com on the homepage and you can check it all out so please do go to jimmystarsworld.com
3: and if you don't no big deal (laughs) I went, very boring, oh terrible
5: oh terrible that's a
2: terrible on, thing. Because okay. <laughs> it on. wasn't
3: about me. If it was about me, it'd be fun, exciting. You're
2: talking about it. Uh, it is about you. What? I'm in You're that th- thing? You're in the video. Well, it's Jimmy Star <laughs> Show with Ron Russell. Well, I didn't shoot it. How do I know? Uh, it's not. Well, it's not video of us. It's video of all our guests and all the people that we reach. It's a promotional video. Oh, well, I, I got approval show. of what I did. You didn't do anything in
3: it. All it has is your oh, name on it. I just sat it. there.
2: No, did, did you see me? It just has your name on it. Oh, that's it. Yeah. So I'm not in the video. I'm not in it either. It's a. It's a promotional video for the show, not for us. So, We're not in the show? Yeah, but it says the Jimmy Star Show with Ron anyway, Russell. folks,
3: last <laughs> night we went to the movies and da, 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 dun, dun, dun. We saw a fun, great film, Robert De Niro and Anne Hathaway in, uh, don't tell me I know it, those people that work for you for free, in turn. Jimmy's got 10 of them. Uh, okay, an intern. It was a delightful film. It brought together the now and the yesterday. It showed how young people respected him and learned to dress like him and behave like him. It showed the difference when gentlemen of the age of 70 years old had manners and caring for other human beings as opposed to the young selfish uh, folks of today. Uh, Other than that, it's a lovely love story with Anne Hathaway and her problems, her success, Jimmy and I were delighted with it. We Great le- movie. We left feeling very, very lightheaded and happy. It's a, it's a feel-good movie. Please go see it. It's what Hollywood is doing now for all the older actors. They realize that Philomena and the Gold Woman, the what is it, the Gold Woman play? in Gold, Woman in Gold, and so many other films that appeal to all ages are now becoming the new trend. And I'm happy. Maybe Hollywood could bring us back a little bit of Cary Grant. In uh, George Clooney, who I always thought looked and acted like Cary Grant, maybe they could bring us a little Marilyn Monroe or Rita Hayworth in some of our other female stars where on camera they'll start to wear makeup, eyelashes, hairdos and gorgeous clothes like they did in the 40s. To teach the young people today that casual is wonderful. I love casual. When I'm not working, I look like a rag picker or a slob but when you go to work you got to look halfway decent and there is a time when you have to dress up and look good so it's a great movie everybody go film. see
2: it it's a lot of fun and um and it's the only movie you probably ever see where like the lead people are not very attractive except for except for the two main leads but everybody else in it so it was very unusual
3: well it's not unusual That's what the world really is when you have 215 people working in a factory what are you going to have 215 gorgeous things running around it's not it's not normal I mean, look at us. When we go in the mall, we see so many ugly people. I said, I think Pennsylvania has the ugliest people in the country. It's true. I mean, New York City or L.A., my God, everybody's magnificent looking and dressed.
2: So real quick, too, we got to say a couple other shout outs. We got Tina in the house. So hello, Tina D. Welcome to the show. Say hello to Mai.
3: Oh, Tina. Tina and Mei Ling. How are you, girls? We've also got guest
2: Felisa in the chat room. And we forgot to say hello to Goddess.
3: Oh, I never forget to say hello to Goddess. Hey, Goddess. Mm. Maybe you can turn me around a little, Goddess. You know, like we could meet, have a couple of drinks, put on some Johnny Mantis, get naked and have fun. What do you think, Goddess? You think you could turn me around? Mm? What's Goddess's answer? Drop drop dead grandpa. She (laughs) says indeed.
2: "Indeed." And Tina says, ugly people in Pennsylvania, they just need a tan, Ron. (laughs) No. No,
3: no, they need need, Tina. They need more than a a tan. Tina says I love you. No, most of them need teeth, touch-ups, and girdles. There you go. I think that's, like, funny. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not lying either. If you've been to Pennsylvania, especially where we live, we live out in farmland, which I have to tell you is the most beautiful place in the world. Pennsylvania... There's no place as beautiful. The cornfields now have been cut down, so they're all orange. And the green trees and the changing of the leaves and the blue hills and the curving roads that go through arbors of covered trees. Oh, cows and, and red Goddess bonds. says she's
2: coming back as a man in another lifetime.
3: Oh, well, well let's let's check you out. You know, I don't know. Coming back as a man. Maybe you are. I suspect you are a man, Goddess. Uh, uh, no way. I really think Goddess is a drag queen. Jane My,
2: Ace is coming back as a dog.
3: My my inner feeling, I would too. My inner feelings is that goddess is, is a, a sex change, or a drag queen. I think so. I think she's a fabulous drag. If she's a drag, she's gorgeous. That's why she won't come on our show because we'll hear her say, "Hi, Ron. How are you?" No way. Coming out of that gorgeous, sexy body. Yeah, we'll hear those deep out, like like that. What's his name? What's his name? That drag queen thing that changed. The the, the Oh,
2: Caitlin Jenner.
3: Caitlyn. He's he's a drag queen, you know. He's not a a woman. They keep calling her her. When I did drag, nobody called me her. They called me Ron. I wasn't a woman. I was a man. I still had the family jewels. And he still has the family jewels. Therefore, he's a man with boobs. Ah, He's a drag queen. Hello? (laughs) (laughs) Everybody's so stupid.
2: I actually posted a thing on Twitter the other day, like, because I don't understand the whole Kardashian thing. We watched it for, like, what? Like, four Not minutes? Even. Not Four even. minutes, five Not minutes even. at the most the other day. I don't really get it. Chad, you don't watch the Kardashians, do you? No, sir. I just don't get what the, um, why everybody's so, like, intrigued by, like, the family that, you know, basically, like, became famous for making sex tapes.
3: I mean, Because they're dysfunctional. I know, but and they wear fashion, on their- and everybody likes to see what they're wearing.
2: And they have like all these offshoot shows of the Kardashians too. Mm-hmm. I just can't even like believe it. But I, I have actually tweeted, "Everybody needs to get a life," and only about twenty people retweeted it. So I guess everybody really likes them, but I just don't get it.
3: No, they're popular. I mean, I, I have a lot of friends that have boobs. They're chicks with dicks, and uh, out in west, out in California, there's so many of them. And they don't consider themselves women until they get it chopped off. They still consider themselves men with penises. Just they they what do they call themselves something is a wild name for them. She-devils. Or she-men. No, she she something. She-males. That's what it is. She-males.
2: Actually Cindy Lady likes says just they're just fun to watch. It's a train wreck, so.
3: What the Kardashians? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, you, they have to shoot in cinemascope. Like a
2: circus, it says.
3: No, but they have to shoot them in cinemascope, which is widescreen, because if the three of them are next to each other, their asses and hips take up the whole screen. So you only see half of them on the ends.
2: Tina says she's coming back as a bird, Jane, so she can shit on everybody who's ever been mean to her.
3: Uh, <laughs> what, what a positively negative statement. <laughs>
2: nice. That's fabulous, though. Mm-hmm. Like, paybacks are a bitch.
3: I'm, it's karma. <laughs> I'm coming back as Donald Trump. Oh, yeah. This way I could be nice to everybody (laughs) and not build walls to keep people out. I mean, which, you know, everything else he says, I kind of agree with, you know, his war policies, like, you know, cut this shit already. We're America. We're tough people. Don't push us around. It's
2: going to get interesting. And I bet you Saturday Night Live skits skits are going to be just hilarious now. Now that the president, it's always the best time on Saturday Night Live is during the presidential elections. That's when they well, everybody's annoyed
3: with Obama now because Obama is not reacting to the war in Syria. Russia has em- bombed Syria. And Obama is trying to keep it all, you know, like, I don't know anything about that. And really, he should be very involved because if the Syrians turn around and throw something at us, we're in big trouble.
2: I love it. So, Chad. I kept, it. I kept- um, We don't have a caller calling, and I think he's supposed to call us, but I'm not positive. You want to like well, – maybe we'll wait another minute, and if not, we'll dial him. Roger
3: you that. You probably Roger heard that. what I said about the pope. It's not coming mm, on. He's <laughs> probably a Christian. A Catholic, not a Christian. Catholic. They are Christians, but they're, they're Catholics. No. Jane Russell was a Christian. She hated the Catholics. Ugh. She says such terrible things about the Catholics. No, most born-again Christians, they don't like my Catholics. Sister, I know, my sisters a born-again. They have again. nothing to do so, with As soon as Catholics, I heard the Pope heard say, that, say
4: that, you that you cannot have a personal relationship with uh, Jesus Christ, I was out on that guy. He,
3: yep. he wants you to have a personal relationship? He said
4: it is dangerous for one to think that he or she can have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ outside my church.
3: Well, he should tell that Davis bitch that. I mean, she swears she's on the phone with him every night with a, with a glass of wine and a cigarette and a Probably. vibrator. I mean, she's on there with the Lord. He's talking and saying, okay, baby. With the Lord her four, with her four ex-husbands. Right, okay, Okay, baby, get them faggots, get them faggots. Now, let's, The gay guys, the gay people, they right.
2: can't get married, but she's had four husbands. Right, oh, and
3: God knows how many people she banged in the back of a pickup truck outside of a canteen somewhere in Arizona. It's a mess. So, she looks like an old slut. You know, she has that slut face. That's my opinion, by the way, not a fact. Nice. And I'm going to be sued by that bitch. But she, <laughs> my opinion is non suable So my opinion, everything I said was just my opinion, not fact. <laughs> but if I did see her on the road and it was late at night and I could run her over, I would if I could get away with it. I, you know, I really don't hate. I despise hating anyone I've never wanted hate in my body because I don't like it. And if it does happen for a minute, I'm sick with myself because I feel hate. Good boy. But this woman, I hate. And I'm sorry to say I hate her. (laughs) So I'm waiting for her to die. So this way I could get over it.
2: (laughs) So, Chad, how about if we do this? How about let's do a song break and then you try to get our caller on the line? I can try to do that for you. All right, so let's I'm telling try, you He's probably Let's try like, out with Shane Layton
3: he, He's probably The, no, the, the he's Pope's not. He's boyfriend He's not listening let's do he Shane lovers with the Pope let's, that's do why Sh- <laughs> let's do Shane
2: Layton's Dream of You We haven't played it in a while You guys We love Shane Layton This is off her album Invincible let's do It's it. available now and, and we're gonna go see her soon And here it is Dream of You by Shane America's Next Top Model contestant Bello Sanchez. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show.
0: Hey, how you guys doing? Fantastic. Well,
3: I'm not doing too good because they're not playing the intro music.
0: Oh. <laughs> we need that.
3: He's not going to be <laughs> a star. Oh, he's already a star. <laughs> Excuse me. Now you're the guy that knows goddess, right? No. No, no, well, Who no. is this fella? This he's, is Bello he's Sanchez. He's got the most beautiful blue eyes in the world. Would you look at those eyes on him?
2: Hang on a second. Let me introduce everybody. So, everybody, this is Bello Sanchez. He's from this season's America's Next Top Model. He is fantastic. He's gorgeous. He gets, just got done with Fashion Week in New York. We want to welcome you to the Jimmy Star Show. Let me introduce... My cool, outrageous man about town, co-host, Mr. Ron Russell.
3: Hi, I screw everything up sometimes. It's just <laughs> one of those days. But are those contact lenses or are those really your eyeballs?
0: They're not contact lenses. They're really my eyeballs.
3: I mean, how, what, what color? Better than Elizabeth Taylor.
0: Well, you know, my driver's license says they're uh, green, but everybody says they're blue. So That's good. I don't
3: know. Oh, they're still like cerulean. Do you know who Elizabeth Taylor is?
0: I do know who Elizabeth Taylor is. Oh, okay. Is. You have-
3: I knew Elizabeth pretty well, and you have her eyes. Oh,
0: she's my aunt.
2: (laughs) 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 So then we've got the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Hey,
3: Bella,
4: welcome to the show, sir. What's up, Chad? You have some cool eyes, no doubt.
0: Thank you.
2: And then we've got a chat room full of people and all the, I don't know, what do we call your fans, the Bella Whites or something? Because, like, there's a ton of them. The Royal Mafia. The Royal (laughs) Mafia, what's up? Uh, So say hello to everybody
3: in the chat room.
0: Hey, Royal Mafia. How are you guys doing? There
6: you go. I
2: love
0: it. <laughs> Bella,
3: Bella, if you could stop moving your uh, laptop because we're bouncing. Oh, how is this? <laughs> That's good. Just keep you're, it steady. There you go. Otherwise, you look perfect. Otherwise, we think you're on a horse. <laughs> no, not,
0: no, no horses here. No horses here. So where are you calling us from? I'm calling you guys from Los Angeles, North Hollywood to be exact.
2: Okay, and you just got back from Fashion Week.
0: I did. I just got back from Fashion Week. Yeah, I had a lot of fun.
2: And I actually like, read someplace online that your eyes made this season's America's Next Top Model like, opening show one of like, the biggest ones that they've had in a long time, way better than pe- previous years.
0: Yeah, um, I think it was the fourth episode. They, uh, they made a, a whole um, photo shoot inspired by by me.
2: There you go. So congratulations. So like, I, I don't know how many people know your story. I know the, I know the, the mafia of – what's it called again?
0: The Royal Mafia. I
2: know the Royal Mafia knows (laughs) your story. Uh, I'm just going to give a a little uh, quick synopsis, and then we can go into it for people who don't know you. What? You're off. I'm off? Oh, that's okay. Uh, I'm all right. Okay, so I'm going to give a little synopsis for everybody. Um, Basically, I think you were from Puerto Rico, right? Yes,
0: Puerto Rican and Dominican, yep.
2: Puerto Rican and Dominican. When you were 18 or 19, you moved to LA with 200 bucks. You took a, cap t- a taxi and they robbed you for 100 of it. So you got there and only had 100 <laughs> bucks left. Uh, yeah. and you, you tried to uh, start modeling and you started doing some fashion weeks around. And then you auditioned for America's Next Top Model a yep. couple of times, I guess. And you got picked Parks. up for this season and you're like the superstar for the se- of the season. Even though you got eliminated, you were like the superstar of the season. Or did I? I mean, I'm coming back. So. That's what I heard. I didn't know if that was public information that you're coming back, so that's why I was like telling uh, – I wasn't sure if we could tell people that. So tell right. people a little bit about it.
0: Uh, so there's the big twist. It's never happened before in America's Next Top Model. Uh, we are coming back, all of us, with the chance to compete and come back on the show. So we're all coming back. It's just you know the other ones aren't really highlighted. As good as you. <laughs> well… <laughs>
2: You could. You got to
0: blow your own horn a little. <laughs> no, no, no. I, 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 love. I love some of them. So okay, some of them
2: okay. Great. I, because I also read some stuff that some of them weren't like you didn't love some and you did love some. I, I went. I checked you all out today. You're all over the internet right now. You're like a huge sensation. Uh, everybody's. Everybody's like talking about you. I didn't read a whole lot about you coming back, but I read about a lot about your elimination since you just recently got eliminated. Yeah. And um, uh. So what made you want to be a model in the first place?
0: Uh, well, when I was younger, I was always awkward, I was always made fun of, um, but I just, I liked picking up magazines, you know, and I remember looking at Tyra Banks, and um, she was doing her thing, so I was like, okay, like, she, she's pretty, she's colored, I, maybe I could I could do my thing in a few years from now.
3: Oh my god, I haven't heard that word since 19... 19- <laughs> <laughs> colored. So colored! Red, green, yellow, blue, tell me about your green. color. I love that, that's, that's so, like, crazy. You're not colored, you're beautiful. That's what you are. No, if, actually, and if black is beautiful, you certainly are. Thank you. There's
2: a lady <laughs> in the chat room. Her name's Felissa or Felisa. I'm not sure which one, but I guess she she works with Tyra, and she's a she she's a friend of yours. So how about give her a hello?
0: Hi, Felicia. Uh, yeah, she's a, a huge um, supporter, and and I love her, and I love you, and thank you for being here with us today. There you go. That's a lot of fun.
3: <laughs> now you're a baby. How old? Nineteen, twenty,
0: thirteen
3: no seriously
2: (laughs) well
0: Well, i just actually yesterday was my birthday so i'm um, 27
2: 27 happy birthday
3: 27 yeah i thought 18 19 you look good i'll take that 27 that's not that's not uh, that's good too but i thought 18 everyone out in the chat room didn't you think 18 19 look at him looks like a baby <laughs>
2: actually, I guess Megan in there too, who says that they're all coming back, but you're the one who's going to win. So you can say hi to Megan, also.
0: Hey, baby hey Megan, how are you? How are you? There Real you go. <laughs>
2: <laughs> how cool is that to have your own, like your your own, like group of really cool followers?
0: It's an amazing thing um, to have them support me the way that they do. I, you know what? I'm actually working on something. I don't know if I can address it now, or maybe I'll address it later. Um, but I, I'm I'm doing something for them because they made yesterday so much better. Actually. I got some really bad news the day right before my birthday. So coming into my birthday wasn't good at all. But seeing all the support that they, that they gave me yesterday was amazing. So it feels great. There you go. You
2: got to love it.
3: <laughs> sometimes you have to have the negative to turn into a positive. And sometimes like the new year, if your year that has been used is bad, the new year will be better because life is 50 So you're going to have all good stuff coming your way.
0: Thank you, thank you. From Thanks. your lips to God's ears.
3: No, no, that's positive thinking, and it's the the it's the equation. You know, you sleep fifty percent of your life, you're awake fifty percent, you cry fifty percent, you laugh fifty percent. Mm-hmm. It's the balance.
6: Yeah.
2: So yeah. let's let's talk a little bit about America's Next Top Model. I have to, I can honestly say, uh, when I knew you were coming on the show, I went back and I've watched some of it. I probably watched like the first ten or twelve uh, cycles, and then I haven't really watched it in a, in a couple of years. Uh, I, I see a lot of, the, you know, it's basically still this, pretty much the same show. Everybody's beautiful. Everybody's really cool. So so how has it been being on the show? Are you recognized everywhere you go now?
0: I am. I'm recognized a lot. It's funny because sometimes I go out with some of my castmates in the house. And, um, you know, they get kind of mad because they're people are only recognizing me. So I love it. I think it's fun.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you get used to it. I used to model when I was, I think, 18 years old. I was in, listen to this, you're going to cry from this one. I was in a Sears catalog. Do you know what a Sears catalog is? Yeah, Sears. No, I know what that is, They're yeah. Models for Sears Department Store. And I was in a suit, skinny. I was 157 pounds, six foot tall. And I was in a suit, and I believe the suit was beige. Well, when I saw the layout, they watercolored that picture five times. The next picture was the same, but in blue, then brown, then black. And it looked like crap. And they watercolored my face. I looked like I had sunburn. I thought, oh, my God, this is not for me. I'm not going to be a model. It's terrible. But that was my thing about modeling. I hated modeling. You like it? I hated it.
0: I like it. I mean, it has its good things right. and it has its bad things. I, I want to move into acting as well. Okay. Um, okay. But, yeah, no, as a model, you know peop- you know what it's like. People will tear your part. They, If they – you can – I can be on a photo shoot looking, you know – biracial looking the way that i do and by the time it gets printed I, I might look asian or white or something completely different so um that's i think that's what happened to you so you know it's, it's a little like it's a little hard sometimes but mm-hmm. i like it
2: people have to well, know too that it's a lot of work though it's not well, just a, all, it's, it's, it's glamorous it's, but it's no, a lot of work it's
3: the getting felt up that's annoying <laughs>
2: oh my god oh, that I, happens I, it, a lot. Of they
3: films. felt me up if i tell you i got felt up by the ugliest oldest queens you ever want to see <laughs> I mean, if the guy was young and cute, I'd say, feel me up." I'm enjoying it. I'll feel you up too. Old, 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 ugly, bald, disgusting-looking queens. Oh my gosh! And they all wanted to do me and all kinds of stuff. I said, "Get out of here!" You oh pathetic- my gosh, I can't. <laughs> so oh. do you? Do you do? You
2: do every, Do you do print and runway? You do a little bit of everything, or what's your favorite? I do
0: everything. I don't care. You know, my favorite is a uh, runway because it's live. It gives you an adrenaline rush. And, you know, usually for runway, they want you to be six feet, six one, six foot two. I'm not six one or six foot two, but I'm damn sure going to compete and get the damn job done. Like I'm seven foot two. So that's why I like it. I always Where's have. High heels. Pardon me?
3: Wear high heels.
0: I you know, I, I'm not gonna wear high heels, but I, I, I will wear platforms. So you know like because the it's rock very
3: ones. in now. Men are wearing high heel boots and high heel and platform wedgie yeah, boots. He said
2: platform. I, I wore That's I've worn
3: That's very in. Uh, look at the guy I'll, we t- saw on on uh, the, the, the the Joan Rivers Daughters show <clears throat> police Oh, there.
2: Yeah, uh, Weir. Johnny Weir was wearing platforms on Yeah, I uh, see the platforms he had. That show I right. I'll
0: look into it and send you a picture and, and,
2: and have it approved by you. There you go.
0: I'll tell you right
3: now, it'll be outrageous on the runway. To walk down like in a man's suit with a pair of fabulous black suede uh, wedgie, you know, big wedgies. I think it would be cool. So I also read that
2: you shared the catwalk with uh, Victoria's Secret supermodel Adriana Lima, which how was that? Because like, I mean, like everybody knows who she is. So like getting to, to do something with her has to be amazing.
0: It is amazing. Um, She's drop dead gorgeous in person. You have no idea how beautiful she is and um you know we had drew barrymore right there in the front watching us walk it was amazing the whole thing was just incredible it was incredible the connections i made on new york for that day new york fashion week was so so much worth it i wasn't even expecting that to be uh as magnified as it was so i i had a great time
2: so since you've been on the show who's the coolest like celebrity that you got to meet the coolest
0: celebrity gosh it's it's hard to say because I've, i don't want to say that there's a the coolest celebrities but i met some of the jenners and the kardashians that was oh, pretty cool no, that, we, okay. don't, we
3: don't think they're cool at all oh, never
0: mind i mean i met um you know i met i met no one <laughs> i met my cat
3: <laughs> no kardashians are like the clowns of this century one weirder and stupider than the other what a way to make a, a lot of millions of dollars i respect them <laughs>
2: I mean, you know. We respect them, we just don't like them. No. But.
3: I mean, I would have my ass shot up to be looking like a horse's ass, too, for all that money. You know. Well, that's what makes them so popular are their asses, because nobody's got asses like they have, except statuary and cemeteries.
2: Actually, though. <laughs> <laughs> Look at, he's laughing. I also, though, read that you did uh, a music video with Jessica Sutter from the Pussycat doll. She's been on the show several times. Oh She's God. gorgeous. She's fabulous. She's super talented. So so how was that being in a music video with her?
0: It was amazing. We shot, um, it's, I don't know, if, I, I think I can curse, right? Can I curse? Yeah,
2: you curse. Go ahead. Okay.
0: Well, I think it's called, um, bo- no, it is called. It's called Bottled Bitch. And um, it's really great. She's dancing. She's reminding people that she's coming back. She's coming back with a vengeance. Her last single actually went to number one on the Billboard. So her in the um, the dance um, genre. So it's amazing. And I was on that. And she liked me so much that we're actually collabing again. And I'm going to be her leading man in her next uh, video. So we're, we're working together again.
2: It's really cool. Tell her that Jimmy Star and Ron Russell from the Jimmy Star show said hello because she's just fat. She's really we had so much fun with her on the show. I love her music. Loved her as a pussycat doll. I kinda like her better as a solo. Uh, yeah, no, I do
0: too. Um
2: but I think it's like really like cool. Oh, Ron went to go get our Okay, so so um I uh, you know
3: something, there's an old expression, diarrhea mouth. That's what you are, diarrhea mouth. You always got to spoil all the... Sh- <laughs> hey, I hey, know. hey. Our guest is wondering why you got up and left in the because, middle of the show. Because somebody's annoying me here.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so go ahead. Listen up, you bitch. Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm RuPaul, and I'm the best no, runway... No, we can't see it. You have to look. I'm there the we go. Way- I'm the best runway model that's in my the world. RuPaul jo- that's my RuPaul doll. <laughs> and if you think I'm lying. Watch, Wait, wait. show sure her face. It's a one of a kind. It's actually got a penis. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: <he's> a penis. <laughs> I think I, I saw it dangle a little bit. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> the greatest greatest model ever to walk the runway. So there. You look,
2: better work. I oh, no, my penis. Don't do that. <laughs> I, I see it.
0: He's uh really well endowed.
2: Have you met Have you met RuPaul? I yet? have not.
0: I have not met RuPaul yet.
2: I'm sure you're going to so okay, okay right. so how's your love life
0: my love life I don't know what that is I mean right now I'm just so in love with where my career is heading so that's I guess that's where my love life is right now
2: okay so you're like a, car- a career mo- career modeling and like working working more towards continuing making all that continue and not messing it up
0: yeah, well you know what's funny? Even if I wanted to mess it up but with the relationship, I cannot I cannot get anybody to pay attention to me for the life of me. I, I just nobody wants to date me. I don't I don't know. I just don't know, go
2: away. I don't believe that like bullshit. you're, you're freaking drop dead gorgeous. I would oh, think you could have anybody you please, want. Please, no, seriously,
0: I don't oh, stop it. I, I swear I'm not I'm not playing. S- I can't I have no game. No game.
2: <laughs> I got no That steel. is your game though. The game that you don't the fact that you don't have any game is your game.
3: If you're gay, <laughs> if you're gay, I would walk in West Hollywood with you and in 20 minutes there'd be 17 people following.
0: All right, Who, well, let's walk together and see what I can find.
3: Oh, please. I'll go <laughs> dancing with you. We'll go to uh, what do you call it? It's in, in Boys Town. What's it club I go to. I don't know. It used to be called Revolver. It used to it's probably gone.
2: What <laughs> kind of guy what kind of guys
3: would you like to go out with?
0: I'm so into uh how how people act, how they are. I don't really care about the, the look. I don't care about the age. I've dated everybody oh, that you can imagine. I have a lot of
3: old queen friends that would love you. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot. Nah, I, I mean, come visit, us, come visit us in Palm Springs. <laughs> they'll give you a Rolls Royce. They'll give you a beautiful home with a pool. You'll never have to work a day in your life. Let's you, go. Uh, Let's go. You, all
6: a nice
3: day. you shop all day long, but you got to put up with some of the ugly old bags that they are. <laughs>
0: That's, so, that's my type then. Rolls Royce and, and shopping—that's my type.
3: And a house of your own. <laughs> and a house of your own. But you don't tell me a- that
0: because nope. I, I will. I I will take you on that request,
3: sweetheart. Actually, trust me, you go to Palm Springs. Go to the Copa. In two hours, forget it. We're actually going to be
2: moving. We're, we're probably moving to Palm Springs at the beginning of the year sometime next year because the show is really growing, and, and we we want to you know be closer to all the action. Oh, I love that picture of you. And so we will uh, we'll, when we get there, we'll let you know, and when we have a big uh, Hollywood party with all the superstars, we'll have you come over, and that way we'll yeah. see who we can introduce Boca's. you
3: to. All you we'll have to Jessica. do is walk down Palm Canyon Drive, and they'll be following you like I did. I walked down Boca Raton Mall. And Jimmy followed me. That's right. I picked him up in a mall, and now Look we're married. Look what I got! Look what I got! <laughs> so actually, somebody I didn't get the rolls, and I didn't get the house. Who's no, that but... cutie
0: right there? You guys didn't introduce me to him.
2: Shazam! Oh, this Shazam. is
3: Shazam. Shazam! He's our hey, Shazam.
2: Oh, he is our rescue dog. We rescued him from the Big Dog Rescue Ranch in Florida back in March, and uh, really? uh, and brought him back to Pennsylvania because we're in Pennsylvania. And uh, and so he's our big he's our big mud. Do you have a dog? No, but let me show you what I do have. Come over here. Oh, you have a cat. Look, Shazam, Ow! pussy. <laughs> his
0: name is Poppy. Poppy, Poppy the cat.
2: Poppy. Oh, he? hello. Oh, he's a ador- It's it's she then. It's a she or a he? It's a he. His name is Poppy. Like
0: Poppy Chulo. This is this. Okay, Poppy Chula.
2: Oh, hello, Poppy. Pretty cat. Oh, pretty cat. <laughs> See, oh, the eyes. You have a family full of beautiful eyes. <laughs> You gotta Thanks. love it. So, so, what's next then? So, you're going back to, you're gonna when, when will you be back on the show? When will it start I, airing?
0: This Friday, we actually moved it to, the, uh, to Fridays at 8 p.m. Um, so, this Friday at 8 p.m., it's no longer on Wednesdays. Okay. Uh, yeah, so it's no longer on Wednesdays, it's on Friday. It's really, really fun. So, I'll be back on Friday.
2: I love it. And so you'll be back on Friday. You're also looking to uh, get into the acting industry. Have you, have you uh, had anybody approach you about being in anything yet?
0: I have. Everything is too soon to talk about. Um, okay. But I have, and I have a lot of great things, and I'm taking a lot of meetings, and I'm excited. There's a lot of things happening.
2: We'll bring you back when you have something big to promote. Also, I heard that you're like now the contributing fashion editor for, I think it's Us Weekly.
0: Us Weekly, yeah, they welcome so me on. You have your little
2: picture TV. in the back, and you have one, and you get to make comments on people.
0: Yeah, they have, I'm basically the fashion police on Us Weekly. So every two weeks, you'll see me commenting on what Nicki Minaj is wearing, and um, you know all that fun stuff. Maybe the Kardashians, since I know you guys love. Her so we have, much. we have a
3: good friend that shares that back page with you. Actually, they have the same agent. Yeah, you, you know who I'm talking <laughs> you know, about. Do you know Ricky?
0: Ricky, yeah, we share the same publicist. Ricky yeah, Rebel. the same publicist. Yeah, we,
3: we love Ricky. Ricky's like the best. Ricky's
2: been on the show twice. He's fabulous. He'll, he's be, so much he'll fun. be coming
3: to our parties, so you'll meet him at our parties, too. No, they, he already knows yeah. the same publicist. Yeah, I know, Ricky. No, I know. I, he's just cool. I just have the best fun with him.
2: Yeah, it's a lot. Look at that. They're putting pictures of you up on the screen, also, so for everybody who's watching to see. And, like, you look gorgeous in every picture, so it's just oh, not even God. funny how beautiful you are. So, everybody, this is. This is Bello Sanchez. You guys got to follow him on Twitter. He needs, he should be having millions of followers. It's at Bello Sanchez. That's B E L L O S A S A N C H E Z. Make sure to tune in to America's next top model Friday night at eight o'clock. It's on the CW still. Yeah. On the CW. Um, uh, make sure to read us weekly every two weeks to see his his contributing uh fashion police advice in the back of it. That's a really cool thing. I would love to do that. I think that's phenomenal. It's fun. That you got Maybe that.
0: you can be next. Nice. Can I um take this opportunity to share a, a few little messages with someone? Absolutely. Okay, so uh, we're doing a contest really quickly. Me and my my um, my publicist and my management team, and we teamed up with um, three Blackbird Management and Brendan McCombs, Brendan M Combs, and also Lee. Um, So anyway, uh, we will be flying somebody over to one of my fashion shows to Georgia, Atlanta, on the 14th, and all you have to do is um, uh, do your best Bayo impersonation, dress up as me, do whatever impersonation you like on the show, and upload it to YouTube, and you'll see the hashtags later on on social media. But yes, so we will be flying somebody in, we'll be paying for somebody's hotel and um, airfare tickets.
3: So oh, on, all you guys go, gotta go do is—I have a wig just like your hair. Get a wig. I'm gonna, i have one already just like your hair. I'm gonna be you. There you
2: go, everybody. And all you gotta to find out—they can follow you on Twitter. You'll be posting it on Twitter. So follow him on Twitter. How do you pronounce your first name? Bejo. Bejo. Yeah, but I uh, know it's not. I, I say Bejo. it again.
0: Bejo. 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 I thought Perfect. it was Bella. Bella. No. <laughs>
3: bello in italian means beautiful a, a man a beautiful man bello
0: no, 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 no. it means the same thing in spanish so you're right so in italian it's bello or you know bello. so yeah you're right absolutely i know
3: sicilian it's bejo i don't oh, believe spanish. you're speaking sicilian you don't even know it
0: well i didn't i had no idea i know in spanish sicilian, it's
3: bello. when you say bella in italian it's bella in sicilian it's bello.
0: nice well it's in, it's big in spanish too
2: Actually, too, we want to give a shout-out while we're on the phone because um, your publicist, Lee Runchy from Chrome PR, everybody, you guys should follow Chrome PR on Twitter. Lee is fabulous, fabulous lady. She's so fabulous, it's not even funny. She works with the top, top clients and top entertainers in the world. Um, she's super fabulous, so follow them. Follow follow Bello on, uh, on Twitter, at Bello Sanchez. Do you have a website, too, or no?
0: I do, BelloSanchez.com, B-E-L-L-O-Sanchez.com, yeah. Check it
2: out, everybody. Enter the contest to go and meet him and see one of his modeling gigs. It'll be really cool. We want to thank you for coming on the Jimmy Star Show. I can't wait to see you in some films. It's going to be fabulous, and congratulations on all your success, and good luck.
3: Don't get eliminated Friday. I that, will work on that. Up, that. Baby, and you're as bello inside as you are outside.
0: That means so much to me. And I really hope to come back and meet you guys
3: when you guys move down here. Yeah, well, we'll Absolutely. Move, here after January, we're moving back to Palm Oh, Springs. real quick, too.
2: Uh, Felice, Felisa, Felisa said to say something about Ava. They like Ava, too. Since I'm not watching the show, I don't know who Ava is. But do you like Ava? I love me some
0: Ava. Ava lives 15, 20 minutes away from now. I'll actually call her and let, let her know. I love I love me some Ava. It's, it's baseball hey, all stay the
2: way. like you and Ava. They're, they're the, those are the two that everybody seems to like.
0: Yeah.
2: Go. So good luck. We hope you win it all. Either way, you're gonna have a great career, and we want to thank you for coming on the Jimmy Star Show.
0: Thank you so much. Take right. care. Bye, guys. bye. Bye.
2: See you
7: bye. Springs. How what a nice kid.
2: Yeah, kid, he's 27. He's older than I am. I know, and
7: he looks
3: very young. So, again, Lee nice.
2: Runchie, thank you so much. I know you're probably listening. You're a rock star. Thanks so much. We really appreciate it. Look how gorgeous. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful eyes. So, Chad. What,
3: what are we going to do with Shazam coming on TV every week? Burp, burp. He's I like a it. ham.
2: Oh, you can hear him walking. You can hear him all barking. He's a ham. Oh, he wants to
3: be on the show. I think that's funny. I think he'd do better than you on the show. Why don't you oh, give him the spot? Mean.
2: No, I'm not giving him my spot. Listen to that. So, you guys, you can hear the Jimmy Starr Show. We'll do a little ad here on W4CY Radio. And if you're on W4CY Radio, you get the awesome opportunity to work with the amazing Chad Murphy. Who, me? Thank you. And you can hear us on WROM Radio in Detroit. You can hear us on Hamilton Radio in New Jersey. Planet Radio Network in New York, L.A., Toronto, and London. Monster FM Radio in New York. K4 HD Radio in LA, Jackalope Radio in Kansas City, WBAD.net in Washington, D.C. We're also on LGBTQ TV, Roku, YouTube, iHeartRadio, and Vimeo. There we go. I didn't have it written down, so that's pretty good. I had to get it all. Also, everybody tuning in. If you're uh, in the chat room and you aren't, haven't hit the ITV button, if you hit it, you can see Ron and I and Shazam Wave Ron. waving at you, and um, and all is good with that, and...
3: I want to say to Tina, Tina, I was kidding around about the Jimmy Starr website.
2: Jimmy Starr's world.
3: Jimmy Starr's world. You know, I can't always say everything sweet and nice because it doesn't work and people think I'm full of crap. And I'm famous for telling it like it is. And I don't know anything about the website. I haven't seen it yet. I'm sure it's great because Jimmy and Stefan have been working on it forever. It's supposed to be a very important website, and I know that the people that go into it will benefit from it.
2: It crashed a couple times because so
3: many. But people I've went. never seen it yet, only because, as much as Jimmy and I are married and live together, we really are separate in our work. Um, I work with him. I work. You know, just it's very tough to to see each other's stuff. He's gonna see it. I will see <laughs> it. You know, when he ties me up and gags me and and you know dopes me up just to, to watch wow. it because I know I'm mm-hmm. gonna vomit. When I see him, you know, constantly,
5: seeing him him all the
3: time, I really think Shazam should replace him. Let me know what you think in the chat room. Like I wrote on Facebook, I said, Jimmy likes it his way, I like it my way. And when we have meetings, it takes time because we have to wash the blood off the walls. (laughs) I wrote that on Facebook this morning. Everybody loved it. They all. Th- One person wrote, "I think it's so kinky." I got sickies on my Facebook page. Imagine she wrote, "Oh, that's so kinky." Blood on the wall, Mr. That's- Star. I have
4: your next guest coming on.
2: Okay. Oh, here's what we want to do, though, Chad. Um, hold I on. We got to like have to edit this thing because we want to play the music. I-, I wanted him to call and then we not say anything, and then we're gonna play the music and then bring him on. But I don't see him. Well, okay. You should. Hey Mike, do you have to hit video. There we go. All right, so here's what we're going to do. Hey, hang, hang on one second, because like, Chad blew, blew up our whole like introduction.: so. Because we
3: cut the show now in half. We do an hour and an hour, it's two separate shows, so you're on the second half. Mike. No, he's on the first half, but here's what we're going to do. All
2: right, Mike, hang on one second. All right, Chad. Hi Captain. Alright, we're gonna do our intro and then and then chat and then then uh, Ron will edit it all and put it in the second half of the show. Hit so it, let's my start. show. All right everybody, here's a time for Do You Wanna There's Be a Star. No business like show, business like go, no business I like know.
1: Yeah, everything about it is
2: Everybody, welcome to the Jimmy Star show. So you wanna be a star segment, Mr. Mike Santi. Hello, hello,
3: and welcome to the show.
7: Hey guys, how are you? Thanks for having me
3: fantastic you're very dark you're gonna to have to move your is. screen a little bit
7: Ooh. there he is. There,
3: there it is. is there we
4: go let there Look. be light you there you go it. let
2: there be Not light on. and it's there so let me introduce Good. you to our our uh, cool outrageous man about town mr ron russell hey now you're friends
3: with goddess right
7: i am yes is
3: she, she a guy or a girl the truth
7: <laughs> <laughs> she's very female yes <laughs> oh no
3: she's very female that means she's a she's a tranny i bet oh, right boy. I hope she is because I have so many dear friends. I want to meet Goddess, and that bitch won't come on our show.
7: Ah, you just got to invite her.
3: We did a hundred times. What does she we want? We
7: love to- Goddess. She's is- in the chat room every day. She wants a limo and a <laughs> red carpet. What? Yeah, you know that's women. They want the the full nine yards. But well, so first friend. of all,
2: we have a We uh, say hello to Chad. He's the man behind the boards. Hey,
7: Mike! Welcome to the show, sir. Chad, how are you, buddy?
4: I'm good. Good to have you here.
2: Thanks. and then say hello to the chat room there's a chat room full of people
7: hello chat room how are
3: and you then, guys
2: and then make a special shout out to goddess because she's in the chat room we love goddess we talk to her all the time God, in the every chat room. week
3: she's my fu- my pal goddess
7: it's always great to see you thank you for uh the intro <laughs> there you go
2: so everybody this is mike michael santi i actually have met you uh in orlando one time at, at spooky empire
7: that is correct, that is correct. I met
2: you at Spooky Empire, and um, I, didn't, I don't really re- remember that, but I remember your name because I knew we were friends on Facebook. So uh, welcome. This is uh, like a brand new segment, and uh, it's, it's basically for actors and up-and-coming actors. You've already done a ton of stuff, so maybe this is something that might bring more exposure where bigger people will see you and give you an opportunity you know, to get you into some stuff that's even bigger than the stuff that you've already done.
7: That is correct, that is correct. Hopefully, you know, it's one of those things uh, it was good seeing you then and it's good seeing you now. You said Thank some you. nice things back then, believe it or not. You don't remember but <laughs>
2: Oh that's good. Well I appreciate that. That's really cool. So so um first of all you're from
3: Brooklyn, but now you live in Orlando.
7: Yes, Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Where are you
3: from in Brooklyn?
7: Shore Parkway, Bay Sixteenth Street.
3: I was uh, Red Hook borderline Brooklyn Heights, Columbia Street.
7: Oh awesome. That's yeah, why
3: you that's why I have a Brooklyn accent still. I never get rid of my Brooklyn accent.
7: <laughs> no, you know, never, it's
3: part never. of my character. People say to me, how come you don't speak like everybody else? I said, why? Why be like everybody else? That's something that you have to do as an actor. Yeah. It's an identification. Ron Russell, if you want a gangster or a nasty cop, you know, hire Ron Russell. He's perfect the nasty Brooklyn mouth. Okay,
2: so I have a question. First of all, okay, so if everybody, if you guys go and look up Michael Santi on, we're going to play his demo reel, so that way, like, when this goes out, for everybody to see it, we'll actually have it. So we're going to play it in a second so you can kind of see some of the stuff that he's done. You've done a ton of shorts, and you've done some, some movies where you're actually one of the, the main leads in the different movies. But what I want to know... First, and you guys can check him out on IMDb. I want to know how did you get on a list of top ten action stars of today and tomorrow? There's this IMDb list, and it's and it's got like the biggest stars in the world, and you're number ten on the list. How does that? How did? How did you actually do
7: that? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I paid a lot of people off. That's that's how. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, I kind of been known. You know, you like like Ron was saying, you kind of get known for something, and then you grow. From there, you know, people kind of come to you for certain roles and things, and you know, I was just lucky because there was a gentleman, a PR person in in California. Some of my shorts and some films went to the Action on Film Festival, and you know, he saw something he liked, and I made a list of some people that were up and coming. Take it. It's basically you're taking, you're you're on the same track as those those.
2: Yeah, Yeah. like oh no, I got that—that you're on the same track of those, and but to be on the same track as like The Rock and Chris Hemsworth and like these people who make like twenty million dollars every picture is like, you know, it's first of all, it's an honor that you would even to be considered into that. Not that you haven't done anything, sure, you know, but like you haven't done anything quite on that level yet. I think you're going to be doing something like that very soon. Thank Um, you. you. Oh my gosh.
7: Yeah, it's it's a blessing. Believe me, it was a surprise and. I'm thankful, and I have so much gratitude towards you know anybody just put me anything close to that. So I'm, I'm thankful.
3: It's an easy math. Just sleep with everybody in Hollywood; you'll get somewhere. <laughs> you got the looks
2: it. for it, so that's good.
3: Everybody no, knew, like who Tony was listening, Cur- you know, you know who Tony Curtis is right.
7: Correct. Yeah, I do.
2: Yeah.
3: yeah. Tony Curtis said that Marilyn Monroe was on her knees throughout her entire career. Wow. that's how she became popular. Isn't that funny that he would say such a thing publicly? <laughs> I knew him, I interviewed him, and he was an outrageous guy, kind of like me, told it like it was. Anyway, um, what kind of films, or not. that's not what I want to ask, what kind of a role would you call a meaty role and a role that you would love to do uh, and that you would have some kind of say in the lines, in other words rewrite some of the lines to your personality?
7: I love challenges. You know, we've I've already done. You know, the uh, it, again, it's good to be known for certain things. And I think you know, I have i uh, I've worked with a, a gentleman. You know, David Praval, yes, in Redemption, and and the best advice he ever gave me was let people stereotype you, and then once you're accepted into that market, then you can say, okay, I can be diverse from here, and I can expand from here. So, for me, a role that's challenging that doesn't always have to be you know, the, 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 the beat them up shake em up kind of thing, uh, but something that tells a great story. Um, you know, just something that's, that people really uh, can take something from, you know?
2: Actually, too, you guys, if you want to see that movie, the name of the movie is Dakota. You did another movie, Dutch Book, with Keith David. He's another big star. Keith David's, like, rocking. He was in, like, They Live, I think. I don't know. He's been in a bunch of stuff.
7: <laughs> he's in everything. He's a, he's a hard-working, well-deserved actor, yeah sure
2: I freaking like love that so you guys can check those films out too I want to play your reel real quick for everybody Chad do you have the reel almost ready I kept all right so listen Mike you introduce your reel and then uh it's going to play on the screen for everybody to see and for us to see and then we'll talk a little bit more once we get the, done with the reel
7: sure hey guys this is my demo reel I hope you enjoy it uh and and be kind <laughs> thank you that's why we're here We're here to talk through the issues.
1: To talk about the issues.
7: Everybody wants to talk. That's all I keep hearing. Let's talk about the issues. There's no action. That's the problem. My wife was found in the middle of a parking lot with a throat cut. You want to talk about that? You want to talk about the fact that I wasn't there? She was calling me, but I didn't believe her? They're out there finding the guy getting closer every day, and I'm in here talking. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Was she with Kurt?
4: I do not know she doesn't talk to me. She doesn't tell me anything
7: anymore. I'm gonna kill that guy. You know what? Well, I think tomorrow night's the night. I'm gonna ask Jenna to marry me.
2: No real known links between them. They all had different occupations. That's,
7: that's my point. There's gotta be a link. This isn't random. We find that link and we find this person. Yeah. God. Do you understand?
1: Jack, Jay and Ruben, bro, they're dead. They're gone. They're not coming back. And so is that girl because of us. Because of what we fucking did. And if we stop now, all this bullshit was for nothing. Are you okay with that? Because I'm not. I'm not
7: okay with that. Now, if you go in there and show this guy an interest rate of 12%, I swear to Christ, he's going to laugh in your face and throw you out of his house. You're not selling interest rates. You're selling payments. You circle the thing you want him to see. It's called the power of the pen, Kyle. No matter what you said, no matter how, how bad you hurt us, at the end of the day, Mom always forgave you. And I think it's time that I learned to love and believe in that side. But I don't want to love you as my father. I just want to finally love you as my dad. I have 20,000 reasons why we can't have a kid right now. Baby, these things can be wrong. I mean, every you, know, you see it all the time. Are you serious?
6: Yes, I'm sure. It's not wrong.
7: We've talked about this. We've sat there and we plan things out. Look at look at what we got to deal with.
6: Well, what do you want me to do? I
7: don't know. I mean, there's options, right? And there's a simple, yet effective way that you can join the fight today.
4: And you don't even have to leave your home.
7: Go to CureSMA.org, and believe me, before you know it, you'll be making a difference and saving lives. All you had to do was deliver what I paid you for, Johnny. I'm
6: gonna come for you.
7: Somehow, I think that's going to be a little impossible.
2: Yeah, everybody, that's Michael Santy. You can check out more by going to www.michaelsanti.com, dude. Like, first of all, everybody in the chat was talking about how cute you are, Even uh, except for in that Scarface one, that big Scarface one, but yeah. I want to say out of all the clips, I like the one when you're crying about your dad, like the tender moment, because like, everybody expects you to be the big, exactly. the big bully beating everybody up, but the fact that you can do the tender moment, I thought that was really, really, really great.
3: Thank you. Thank tender you. is good. Tender is easy. Um, turn up the steam. That's when I like his work. He's good. He's got power. He's got Brooklyn. He tells it like it is. He makes those written words come alive. I listened, I stood her to attention. The only other actress that I ever felt that way was Barbara Stanwyck, a famous old actress who did the very thing you did and was famous for it. And in every single movie, she told somebody off. They would rewrite the script so she would get powerful and yell and tell them off and we loved it. I think my friend that this is where you're gonna go, power. I think they're going to hire you for power characters. The soft stuff, you know, you can walk through that in your sleep. But to do power without being um, phony is very difficult. That's what I like.
7: Thank you. Thank you so much. And I saw on your last show that you're a psychic, so I'm going to take that to heart. (laughs)
3: <laughs> well, you know what, it's not that I'm psychic, I'm, I'm a, are you Italian? Gosanti is either Spanish or Italian.
7: Yes, yeah, so you see me trying to control my hand movements. So right? you're Italian.
3: Yeah. Italian from Brooklyn, you and I would act the same. I just finished a movie not long ago where I played a Brooklyn cop, a nasty Brooklyn cop, and it came so easy. I just had to remember some of the New York City PD, yeah. and, and I drew from that. But um, I'm not psychic, but I do have senses of what's going to be and who's going to be. Um, I wouldn't answer this question if I didn't have a positive uh, answer. I would avoid it because I would, I would never want to hurt anybody. But yeah, I do see you around. I see you coming up. I think you've got something. I, I really like your power. You know what I mean? Anybody could yell and scream. You'd get that part. Anybody could act stupid and mean. But to do it the way you did it, it, it was just, it impressed me. Yes, I think you're going to go places, my friend. That's very Most, nice. Mostly through television. A television star. Movie stars today are on the way out. There's no such thing anymore as movie stars. Everybody in, that I know in Hollywood, and I know big names too, they're all trying to get a TV gig. Sure.
7: Well, I, I appreciate the kind words. Thank you.
3: No, it's true. But television is the place to go because we don't want to go to the movie theaters because of the bed bugs and because of the price of the. No, truthfully, New York City yeah. movie theaters are filled with bed bugs. Actually, two people. <laughs>
2: Uh, in the chat room they're saying uh, that there's like you're kind of like a cross between like a Vin Diesel and a Jason Statham. Statham, Statham, I don't know how you pronounce his last name.
3: That's pretty good, I like well, that. Well, I would go one step further. This is an outrageous compliment, maybe it's a little bit overboard and I'm really giving you too much uh, sugar. Marlon Brando, Marlon Brando had that quality that you have, that ability to grab our attention and we're on his side when he's yelling and being mean to people. Yeah, that's a definitive answer. That's the trick. You yell at people, and I'm on your side. That's the the thing I was trying to say. Most of the time, you yell, and people want to smack your ass down and say, shut the fuck up. Why are you yelling at him?
2: Actually, the chat room agrees with him with the Marlon Brando thing, too, so that's cool. That's a hell of a
3: compliment, by the way. Thank you so much. You're going to have to live up to that, so, boy, I wouldn't want to be you. (laughs) That's (laughs) some compliment to live up to. Woo!
7: my ass off to do that that's the biggest compliment he's my favorite actor in the world well if anybody
3: said that to me I'd go out of business
2: <laughs> <laughs> so okay so we can follow I know you're on Facebook but do you have a Twitter account because like I don't follow you on Twitter I don't think
7: I do uh, on Twitter it's it's the you know there it's a it's a weird name because it's a santee and I you know and I love the film entourage you know because you can't really in this industry do anything on your own you need a support team no matter how Uh, how much ability or how much effort you put in. You really need a good support team. And I have an amazing group of people that that are supporters. So I call it the Santourage, which is S-A-N-T-O-U-R-A-G-E. And it's an underscore team. So it's Santourage underscore team
2: okay i'm you, gonna i'm gonna follow you on twitter and then like uh, we can start introducing to like because every almost everybody who follows me on twitter is in entertainment i have like a lot of followers and so we'll try and like get you looped into some of our like movie all the different movie people that we're like working with to see what we can do
3: you know my grandmother her name was nina santi which ah. is the same last of yours she was from Piemonte, uh, uh, you know in Genoa um, up in the mountains of piedmont uh, who knows? You could be related back in the Santis of years ago. Santi, by the way, folks, in Italian means saints. So maybe the saints will watch over you.
7: Well, I, I certainly hope so. I, I, uh, I, and I, It's a great
3: name, Santi, because um, my grandmother was a, a great woman.
7: Well, God rest her soul. Thank you for the compliment. In yeah.
2: Every, everybody in the chat room loves you. So, everybody, follow at Santi as San, Santaraj underscore team on Twitter um also uh check out Michaelsanti.com. check out all his movies you definitely want to see dakota and dutch book just because like he's got great co-stars and he's in them and um uh and uh i also just got a text message to tell you to go to the actor's studio hold on let me see what it says here uh i got a text message and it actually says go tell him to go to the actor's studio on air he's going to be
7: huge (laughs) That? that's very nice tell them thank he you says
2: you got to get a sponsor i think to get on that but like get yourself a sponsor to get an audition to get into the actor studio and 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 then you'll be rolling it on your way more so than you already are um, we got to go because we're going to run out of time Just one
3: final thing you know i I've, I've, I've been to uh, acting classes and i've never got anything out of them because they always went against how i felt i sure. could do it they have their method i think you have an inner in- instinct natural born method I don't think you want a studio to do it. They sometimes can hurt you more than help you because they make you stereotypically like every other actor. Um, Brando was one of the studio people that was rare because actually he started that mode of acting so he really wasn't taught to act that way. He started it and everybody followed suit. So be careful of an actor's studio. They sometimes can destroy something that you've got in you that's really important.
7: Well, if I could just say something, I agree 100%. I I found actually a school that kind of nurtures your inner ability versus trying to teach you to to act. And and that's Truthful Acting Studios here in Orlando. And they kind of believe in your principles as well, Ron, where they nurture what you already bring to the table and help develop that. Uh, you know with uh, just a tremendous amount of support Marco DeGeorge and and Rob Moss there, they're just the most important.
3: It's like a 12 step program for actors, you don't want that. You don't want to be told what to do and how to do it because it takes away from who you are. You know acting is actually you saying the lines in character and it's a very difficult thing to do. But if you can do your lines in that character you're going to go places because that's called an actor.
7: Well, I'm doing my best. I, I appreciate. Well, I
3: think it. so. I, I liked what I saw. Super impressed. And all of and this video will go out to the whole world and millions. You know, two, we we have a, a watcher of two and a half million people. Believe it or not, this Fakakta show. But anyway, <laughs> um, you'll be seen. And let's see if if anything happens, call us and let us know.
7: If anything happens, you guys got two red carpet tickets to any event I ever, I ever, Good. And when you're, and there you know, go. When and
3: when you get one of those events, one
2: of those things, we'll bring you back to promote your first wide release, big budget feature film where you're starring. It'll be great. And,
3: and if you win an Oscar in the thank yous, be sure to mention my names. Fuck Jimmy. Just, <laughs> you know, and Ron Russell.
7: <laughs> you guys will be every, I believe it's a two way street. So I appreciate everything. Anything I ever. You know, Achieve, I I definitely would would love you're to gonna, see
2: you. are going to do it, babe. You're going to do it. So thank you so much for coming in. We want to thank Goddess. Goddess, we love you, Goddess. Maybe Goddess. But we love you. We think you're fabulous. So thank you so much for the introduction and the suggestion. And Mike, have a great, great time. Good luck with everything. And thanks for coming on the Jimmy Star Show. Thank take you, guys. Thank a you, a everybody in the chat room. Right,
7: right bye bye. Bye,
2: everybody.
3: Nice, fella. Italian from Brooklyn. What do you want? Everybody's Italian from Brooklyn is nice.
2: All right, so we're going to do one more ad, and then I'll have all my little ad things done for the day. So what's up, everybody? The Parliament Vacation Club, it's the first ever LGBT travel club associated with Resort Condominiums International. It offers members-only savings at their collection of LGBT hotels, resorts, country clubs, restaurants, nightclubs, bars, and more. And if you call 321-348-9444 one more time. 321-348-9444 to learn about the Parliament Vacation Club, and you tell them you heard it on the Jimmy Starr Show, you'll receive a $300 voucher for a cruise that can be used toward any cruise line or a weekend stay at the Parliament House in Orlando. So please check it all out. You'll love it. It's a really cool, cool organization and a great place for vacations, especially if you're going to Florida. So check it out. And again, call 321-348-9444. And Shazam is back.
3: Okay, and folks, I have a question for you guys in the chat room. Do you think I'm too old and I would look really stupid wearing uh, leopard-skinned sneakers? Because Jimmy's carrying that shoe and I'm crazy about it. Um, Tell me what you think a man of my age in leopard-skinned sneakers will look like. I'm I'm afraid they're going to say. An old dizzy queen. They're
2: all saying Shazam is very cute. Look at that.
3: What's that? Suzanne, up front, up close and personal. Oh, look at that.
2: Look at you on TV, honey. You're on television.
3: (laughs) Anyway, get back to me with that leopard skin sneaker because I'm going to go to the warehouse. They
2: say the shoes would rock on you.
3: I'm going to steal a pair at the warehouse. So far,
2: it says the shoes would rock on you, Ron. So there you go. All right, everybody. So in a few minutes, we're going to have another guest calling in. We're going to take a quick music break. And uh, this is, the name of this song is Country Rockin' and Reelin'. The name of the artist is, actually, everybody loves it with the shoes. Jane in England says yes. Uh, country Rockin' and Reelin'. The name of the artist is Buck Johnson. He's the keyboardist for Aerosmith. Uh, he's a country country artist. This is a fabulous, fabulous song. Chat, we got it ready? Yeah! Here we go, everybody. Country Rockin' and Reelin' by Buck Johnson. Aww.
1: some bad company and sang some delta blues alabama born southern stock got a little twang when i start to rock and i'll never be cool as the man in black you heard that train a coming rolling down the track i'd ride the rails sleep on a bed of coals just to make it down to muscle shows Jimmy Page on a Gibson guitar
2: and it's available. Everybody check it out. He is Aerosmith's, uh, he is Aerosmith's keyboardist. And now on the Jimmy Star Show, we want to welcome Kevin Sizemore. Hello, hello, and welcome Woo! to the show.
5: And I was jamming out. That was awesome. Being a drummer, I don't get a chance to do that as much as I'd like to. That was fantastic.
2: <laughs> there you go. You got to love it. And so let me introduce you to everybody. First off, we've got our cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell.
3: Hey, how do you do? Listen, hey, tell me, uh, do you have stock in Ford cars? <laughs> no, I, no. you just gave Ford a million dollar commercial we've seen by two and a half million people I think Ford owes me a friggin car I wish you had a, a Chevy shirt so I could have got a Corvette that's it. I mean who who drives Fords? do they still uh, drive Fords?
5: no I uh, I do, my dad did he's always driven a Ford he loves those vehicles and I, I'm looking for a Ford actually right now I want to get a new vehicle and that's what I'm
3: looking for yeah well, you should because you just gave them a million dollar commercial. And since you're going to be this
2: huge movie actor, like they should just give you one to have you driving around in it.
3: I would do that.
5: I would drive it everywhere. I would love it too. There you hey, go, guys. I appreciate you having me on, man. And you guys are hilarious. I love listening to you guys. Thank really? you. Let
2: me let me uh, also introduce you to the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. I
4: drive a Ford. Welcome to the show, Kevin.
5: Ted, how are you, man? Good to see you. Good to hear you. I mean, yeah, you can't see me. <laughs> yeah.
3: I never drove a Ford. In, yes, I did. I drove a 1950 Ford convertible when I was like 16. The car was a thousand years old and the, the floors were rotted. And I, as I drove in the street, I could see the, the pavement underneath <laughs> me. And if I hit a puddle, it came up and the convertible top was torn. So it leaked and the seats had stuffing coming out. And I want to tell you something. I've owned Mercedes since. I would take that 50 Ford back any day. Any day of the week. Love that car more than any car. Well, not really. I have an Audi TT Roadster that I'm crazy about. But uh, that, my 50 Ford boy. I had boy, a Ford. I, 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 had a Ford F-
2: I had a Ford F-150 like like truck, you know, when I was like in my butch days.
3: So now <laughs> I, I I have to play with your name because I play with everybody's name. It gives right. chat room a chuckle. Now yeah. your name is... Say it. Sizemore. Okay. Do you ever get a chick that says, what a size I can't take anymore? Well,
5: I did a play back in, actually, Orlando, Florida, back in 1995, and uh, the reviews were Kevin Sizemore, question mark, stage name?
3: So, <laughs> so you see, they're all weirdos out there besides me. Yeah. So I we're, we're going to hear all about you and what you do, because I I don't really know you that well. I've heard you. What do, what do I know him from?
2: Actually, I don't think that you watch any. I, I've seen all of them because I watch the different things that yeah, he I watched with you, so I would know No, I, all before I met you, stuff that I watched before I met you. Is he a I horror, horror actor? No, he's not a horror actor. And he's I've, a dramatic actor. Well, I've seen his work. Well, you're going to see it because we're going to go see his movie that's coming out <coughs> October 16th. It's called Woodlawn.
3: Yeah, I've seen this guy's work, Jimmy, with you. What movies did we see together? Uh, We saw
2: Transformers, but like... I uh, saw
3: Transformers. Let's
2: see. Now, I don't think... Most of the things that he's famous for, you haven't seen. Maybe Supernova.
3: Maybe Supernova. Jimmy, I know the name, and I know... You guys followed
5: Resurrection. That's the one that really uh, changed (laughs) things for me. Resurrection was where I really dug into a character that was really... Completely opposite of me, but man, it was a blast to play, play like
3: really, really heavy-duty um, sort of psycho case.
5: Yeah, yeah, I'm a little, I'm a little, I was a, little, I was a pretty bad guy there, but it was no, fun.
3: I think I've seen your work, of course. You I, probably I, have. Of course, I have. I just didn't remember his name. I don't remember anybody's name. It's terrible. You know, I interviewed Lauren Bacall, and we're on camera, and I turned to her, and you know who Lauren Bacall is. I think I yeah. know her. Yeah. And I turned to her, and I looked at her. I couldn't think of her name. So I just kept looking at it. And I started to laugh. I said, would you believe I don't remember your name? So she turned around and she said, give me 10 minutes. I don't remember yours either. <laughs> because two of us were old. And we cracked up laughing. We started hugging each other, kissing each other. And I said, well, I'm just going to call you beautiful. She said, well, I'll call you gorgeous. I said, we really get along. Lauren Bacall. And the name came back to me. And they didn't use that. It was something terrible. They cut it out. And I was pissed off that my editor did that. It was such a tender moment because Betty or Lauren, you know, was always so austere. Yeah and, yeah. and this was a loving moment with her. Loved her. She was fab. I sat on her lap. I mean, what the actor sits on Lauren McCall's lap because <laughs> there wasn't a chair at the dining room table. I said, Where am I going to sit? Lauren said, Here, sit on my lap. So I went and I sat on her lap. We had the best time. She had a great sense of humor. Of course, she was always loaded. She drank like there's no tomorrow and, and was a blast. I miss her.
2: There you go. Wonderful person. So actually, let's go back to start about a little bit more. So where are you? You're from South Carolina or North Carolina or someplace, right?
5: Well, I, I lived in South Carolina for a while. That's kind of where I got my feet wet. But I grew up in Princeton, West Virginia, a small southern town down in uh the border of uh, Virginia, West Virginia. So that's where I grew up.
2: Okay. And uh, now, do you live in L.A. now?
5: Yeah, I've been here 18 years. My uh, My wife, my son, we're all out here. We're locked in for a while, yeah. There you go. Good for you. Do you so- like
3: it? Do you like it?
5: Well, and there's, there's always pros and cons, but, you know, the, the pros are it's, it's beautiful weather. There's always something to do. I love the area. Uh, the cons are I, it's not really the traffic that is so bad. It's just I hate to pay to park.
3: Right. Well, that's all over. You we know, go to New York a lot. I, and I, I hate I, to park. <laughs> I, lived in, I lived in L.A. for many years, and not to sound like a snob, but we lived in Beverly Hills, and I had two daughters, and I had to leave and move to Garden City, Long Island because of the drug situation. Angelina Jolie, by the way, was my daughter's classmate. And, um, you know, you have a lot of celebrities, a lot of uh, people that have a lot of money, and a lot of drugs go around. So be careful with your kids with the drugs out there. It's really rampant.
5: Yeah, we, uh, we have a tight, loose, uh, a tight grip on my little boy, and he's, he's a wonderful kid. He's also an actor. He's on the show Nashville, and uh, he loves what he does. And, two, uh, weeks
2: ago, two weeks ago, we had Riley Smith on mm-hmm, from Nashville. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay And uh, he, he's great. Oh. What season is he on?
5: He was uh, well, he's coming back later this season, but he was on last season, season three. He uh, okay. he, play, he plays Micah. I'm still on uh,
2: season two, so I haven't gotten because like I, once we had Riley on, I started watching it, but I haven't watched all of it yet. So like, I'm only on season two. So when I get to season three, that's cool. That's just cool though. Yeah,
5: I like, uh, they, they build his character, they arc him night, quite nicely throughout the middle to the end of the season. And uh, you mentioned Angelina. Um, her dad, John Boyd, plays Bear Bryant in Woodland and does a yeah. phenomenal. Yeah,
3: right. I know John pretty well. Uh, we used to go, <laughs> funny story, Halloween, Angie was dressed up like a fairy and my daughter Deirdre was dressed up like a big daisy. They looked, <laughs> the two of them looked like fun. And Doris Day's stepson, Camden, was throwing tomatoes, not tomatoes, uh, eggs at Angie and, and Deirdre when they went to the haunted house. Is that still there, the witch's house?
5: Yeah. I, In on the the house.
3: Hills, And they still do the wonderful Halloween parade? Yep, and yep. anyway, John and I, I mean, Angie was crying, just stood there with egg all over her beautiful princess costume. And John and I didn't know what the hell to do, you know, but that Billy Camden was a little brat. Yeah, so we could have called Doris Day and say, chain him. And Doris Day, we found out, said, I'm no longer married to that man. He's no longer my stepchild. <laughs> Fuck him.
2: <laughs> so here's what we're going go, go,
3: go, go to do. Good good, two shows. Let's, I,
2: I want to talk about some of the other things that you're doing, but let's start since we kind of started with Woodlawn so we can have some kind of continuity here. So October 16th, Woodlawn comes to theaters. And we will be seeing it and critiquing it. Starring Sean Aston, John Voight, C. Thomas Howe's in it. Um, Brett Rice is in it, which I didn't know he was in it, but he's um, he's coming on the show next week.
5: Yeah, Brett's a Florida guy. I know him from Florida. Uh, and it also stars Nick Bishop, who plays Tandy Gerald. He he and I are like Batman and Robin. He's the head coach. I'm the assistant coach, and we're kind of helping out. We're side by side on the sidelines with newcomer Caleb Castile, who plays Tony Nathan. True story. So
2: yeah, see, I don't because I'm not a sports guy all so much, but I, I basically uh, um, basically though it's this is basically about like segregation in sports.
5: Well, yeah, yes, and there's a a lot of topics going on here. There's uh, 1972, 73, we're in the middle of the heat of uh, the segregation movement where Tony Nathan, his school, ends up integrating with Woodlawn, and they're the last school in Birmingham, Alabama, to integrate, and uh, the white kids didn't want the blacks there, and the blacks didn't really want to be there. So when you have that conflict at that time, all hell broke loose, and there was a lot of stuff going on in the world, not just in Birmingham, in the world. So... You have this gifted football player, this athlete who is phenomenal, like a quiet, like a quiet beast. He just went about his business. He ends up being the best high school football player in the country. Um, he ends up getting uh, an opportunity to go play for Bear Bryant. Alabama wins two national championships and goes plays for the Miami Dolphins. But during this time, Hank Irwin, which is the director's, John and Andy Irwin's dad, um, who's played by Sean Aston. He comes in and says, "Hey guys, I see what's going on here, and you need something else other than just fighting." And he gives them the opportunity to say, "We have a higher calling, and you know, give give your faith a chance." And once that happens, everyone kind of buys into it, and they they move mountains. This football team for those two years did things that no one could have ever imagined.
2: I, I actually, because I'm not a uh, I, I'm not a football player, and I don't really follow football. But I, it, funny enough, I love football films, and I think that. Uh, your film woodlawn you know has a little bit of a religious aspect to it that maybe remember the titans
5: didn't did you ever see remember the titans because that's like one of my favorite
2: movies of all time
5: if anyone loves football or even likes football you got to see remember the titans it's a beautiful story and yeah this does has a faith message to it and and the good thing about this movie is um it's a true story it really happened what you see is really what happened we had uh uh, Mark Burnett and Roman Downey just came on board. They're our executive producers on this, along with Kevin Downs and Daryl Lefever and John and Andy put yeah, together. Like Survivor
2: those. Mark Burnett. Yeah. Wow, that's huge. Yeah. That's really cool. So, okay, so h- hang on, Chad.
4: Hi, Captain.
2: Do you have hey. the video? We're good to go. Okay, so here's what we have: a little like thirty second clip of you in Woodlawn that we're going to play. So, how about you introduce it real quick? We're going to play it for everybody, and then we're going to come back and talk.
5: Yeah, what's happening here is uh, we're trying to gear up for the teams because we're really not that good, and the team we're playing is fantastic, and they have a bigger budget than we do, and we're scraping by because we don't have a lot at the school. And I'm just trying to spitball what's happening, what can we do to just score on this team, just to get points on the board. And uh, Nick Bishop is probably, if I'm not mistaken, he's contemplating everything that just happened earlier when Sean Askins said, hey, I want to get your team to the promised land. So that's what's happening.
2: Here we go, everybody. Check it out.
5: They got three times our budget and a new stadium. I I don't see how that's fair. We need to redefine winning. Like a field goal, right? I mean, no one scored on them this whole season. And a field goal, bam, that's winning.
4: Jerry, is this real? How does a whole team convert? How is it the only place in the whole city the blacks and whites get along is my football team?
5: Why, why are you so simple? Because I believe in what I can see. With all due respect, Coach, you might start looking around. Hey, we're gonna win this thing. Oh, here we go. Really?
3: We're gonna win this game,
1: and I got something I wanna say to the team. <laughs> woo!
2: woo Woo! There you go, everybody. So that is Kevin Sizemore and a little clip from Woodlawn. Woodlawn comes out nationwide October 16th. Uh, It's got a great message. It's a sports movie for sports people. I mean, it's basically going to have something
5: in it for everybody. It really will. John and Andy, they used to work for ESPN. They used to be the camera guys there. So they have kind of worked the way all the way up. Their first movie was October Baby. Then they did Mom's Night Out. Now it's Woodlawn and people can go to woodlawnmovie.com and look and find out what theater is playing in your town. It's everywhere, it's all over the country.
3: You know what amazes me? When I was a kid growing up, I never knew Jackie Robertson was a black man. I'm from New York, from Brooklyn. I went to school with black people. They were my friends, we hung out. I don't understand why the South, or I I do understand why the South has a problem, but that they have movies still going on to show what was going on back then that we never knew about. Prejudice is something that's taught, and I think the media has taught all of us great prejudice. They have really brought forward the black, white, the Jewish, the Christian stuff through film. We, did, we didn't do it back then, and nobody was aware of it. Yes, the South was mean to the blacks, but we never knew about it. Just like the Jews in the concentration camps, Roosevelt refused to acknowledge it or let anybody know it was happening. So we were sheltered back then. I don't know if it was a good thing or a bad thing. Uh, your film <clears throat> excuse me, definitely will show us something that um, maybe we shouldn't see. What do you think about that?
5: I, no, I disagree because <laughs> what happened is we're, so shelter- we're done with. Yeah, what's happening is you're seeing the way it was, and then you're mm-hmm. seeing a common denominator of everyone coming together, and then they join hands and they move forward together. Oh,
3: okay, okay, then, then the film is a positive.
5: Oh, oh,
3: hey, oh yeah, well I didn't know I haven't seen it yet. And I'd say, yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh. Without
5: giving too yeah. much away, um, Jeff Rutledge was a rival quarterback for Banks High School. The pride of Banks High School, the tall, good looking white quarterback, and then you have Tony Nathan, who is a black running back from Woodlawn. Completely opposite sides of the spectrum. The schools hate each other, but I'm not going to give it away, but what happens when these two guys meet is a story within a story. There's a lot of layers into this story, and I was acting with Jeff Rutledge. um,
3: So the color disappears.
5: Oh, completely. And I was with Jeff Rutledge last week, uh, and I I was with him in Phoenix last week, and we showed this movie to his entire high school. You know, Rutledge is probably 55 now. He won two Super Bowls. He was primarily a backup. He played for the Giants. Uh, the Rams, I mean, he's all over the place. Uh, he's in the. Uh, he played for Alabama. So we show this to the school, and everyone runs up to him. They're like, man, I didn't know that was you. So what's interesting is they didn't know the life that he lived. Then. Then, and what he's doing now, especially being a quarterback and all the accomplishments he's had. But what was beautiful for me is to be able to sit back and know that he just got off the phone with Tony Nathan 10 minutes before the movie started. And he started watching that movie and he came up to me and he hugged me and says, Kevin, he, with bawling, bawling like a baby, saying, Kevin, as hard as those times were, what you just showed me on film, that was the best time of my life. The I'm best sure. time of my life.
3: Where did, you, film, where did your film take place?
5: Birmingham, Alabama.
3: Oh, well, <laughs> hello. <laughs> That's, that answers a lot of
5: questions. So, so, 1972, 1973, Birmingham.
3: They were ah. hanging black people from trees, like fruit. So now, now what you're
5: seeing is you're seeing you're seeing the blacks and the whites, and not just it's not just about the color, but for the sake of the film, yeah. it's,
3: should, it's a southern see. movie. They should shoot it about the north. They would get a different uh, feeling. I don't really believe in the baseball teams or the football teams of the north that they had that kind of a prejudice. So it's definitely a southern idea of why. Of, of terrible people who who really were prejudiced.
5: Well here's what's beautiful is the director's dad John and Andy's dad Hank, former senator in Alabama, Hank Irwin. Um, he's played by Sean Aston and to see how they unite these two teams and it just it's not just about teams it becomes teams, fans, communities, everyone starts to come together through this film. This is a true story that they heard, the directors heard their dad tell them for the last 40 years, and they're making this story it's, true.
3: It's a, it's a true positive. What yes. year did this take place? 72, 73. Birmingham. 72, you said that before, 72, I, 70, Yeah, I guess back then. Birmingham.
2: I like the, first of all, there's like a cool, besides the fact that I just thought about it now, too, that Brett Rice, who's coming on next week, he was also in Remember the Titans. Is this your first sports movie
5: well, yeah, that's why I was so eager to take this. And uh, getting back to Brett, yeah, the Titans, of course. And he plays a really, really good character in this movie. He's, yes. uh, he's he's the principal who kind of kind of lays down the wall And there's some really positive stuff going on behind what he's trying to cover up. It's really and
2: then good. Got Sean Astin, who was Rudy, you know, yep. like there's like all these six degrees because like even though I don't watch, I, I, if you told me I had to spend a Saturday watching a football t- game, I would be like, I would rather like. You know, sure my wrist. I just would never like want to do that. But to watch I these you movies, said
3: you liked football.
2: I like football movies, but I don't like to watch football and sweat and hot. It's uh, if you're uh, if it's live, it's no fun. And who wants to sit around on TV watching it? But I like them. I like all the sports movies. It doesn't matter what they are. Rudy is a phenomenal movie. So yeah. It's kind of cool that Sean Astin as huge of a star as he is, you know. Did Rudy, and now he's doing this. You have John Voight, who's been in tons of great stuff. Um, there's all different kinds of six degrees of sports separation. So I think it's really <clears> cool. <throat> Everybody definitely needs to go check it out. It's October sixteenth. It's it's WoodlawnTheMovie.com.
5: Yeah, WoodlawnMovie. WoodlawnMovie.com. Woodlawn Movie.
3: Um, okay. Question: Just because we have so many young actors that listen in to us now and they want some advice. How did you get this role? How how were you cast? What did you go about doing to get cast other than your agent you know offered you?
5: Yeah, it wasn't the agent. It, it's uh and I'll tell the I'll tell the actors right now, first thing you need to do is um, the agents are great, but no one is gonna work harder for you than you. So uh, you need to you, you, you need to meet people and I'm not saying kiss tail. You need to just be in the environments, be in workshops, go and hang out with people and get to know people, uh short Network. films, all that stuff. Network, right. So I was invited to the Moms Night Out premiere by Andy Irwin, who knew of my work, and um, he contacted me and said, I'd love to come walk the carpet, do the whole nine yards, and when we got there, he said, there's a movie that we might be doing that you're right for, I'll keep you in mind. All right. He gives me his number, and we talk briefly over the next six months, and I was filming my my uh, upcoming films that I was doing in Tennessee, and I got a text from him, and he goes, check your email. And I checked my email, and he goes, I'd love you to play Jerry Stearns. He goes... Jerry Stearns has got all these different layers, yada, yada, yada. And pretty much what it is, I contact my agent. I said, listen, here we go. I want to play this role. I want to work with these guys. I, I want to do it. And that was really the, the basis of it. And what's,
3: so there you go.
5: and what's really interesting about this is it, it opened up a lot of other things because this is special. When I got there, the first thing I did, and the young actors had to know this, as soon as I got there, the first thing I did is go to Jerry Stearns' house. I hung out with Jerry because he's still living. We hung out, we talked, I got to know him, I got to understand him. I didn't want to be him, I wanted to know him. Mm-hmm. And we became very close, we talked or texted every day, and he died four days before he oh, So, to play a character who's living great, passed away great, but to play a character who's died yeah. while filming was very hard on me, the cast, yeah. the family. Yeah. And, um, we, we're, we we were connected to this day. We talk every other week, the family and I, which is great because I feel like, um, you know, I feel Jerry would want me to stay in touch with his family. He was honored that I was playing him. He gave me the uh, the symbol of, okay, it's okay for Kevin to play me, which is really cool. And uh, he has a lovely family. The Sterns family in Birmingham are fantastic. And I'm trying to do everything I can to, to just honor him. You know, this is about really well, Jerry. I
3: think the film will. For sure. Now, Paul Savino was on our show. You know Paul Savino. Well, yeah. 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 And Paul had a beautiful farm in uh, Stroudsburg, Pennsylvania. You know, which is not far from New York, and he gave up the farm. And he moved back to Hollywood. And I asked him why. He said, Ron, if you're not on the scene, you don't get work. You got to be in Hollywood. You got to walk around. You got to see everybody. You got to let them know you're alive and that you're looking to work. And that's the advice that I give people. Uh, A lot of people are coming from little towns and they don't know how to exactly get out there. Get exposure. Go to New York to learn some style and some things that New York offers. Then go to LA and be a part of the scene. You agree?
5: Yeah, I, I grew up in West Virginia and went to college in Pittsburgh. Uh, the day after I graduated, I took off to New York City for six months. Exactly. Scared to death, but I tried to figure it out. And then I bounced around in five other states. I ended up going to Nashville uh, for a weekend workshop, and a manager said, Hey, I think you're going to be okay. I'd like to get you some work. And I said, Listen, I have a week. That's all I have. If you can't find me work in a week, I'm leaving. I slept in my car for a week, man. Um, I was in a parking lot at, at the Howard Johnson's and every time someone would come at six o'clock in the morning, and get in their car, I'd wake up, I'd run around to the side of the hotel cause I looked like I wasn't a killer and I'd knock on the door and someone would let me in. And as we would walk down the hallway cause they're checking out, I would see their keys dangling and I would see what room number they're in and I would have conversation. Hey, yeah, nice to see you, whatever. And as they would leave to check out, I would actually walk out with them and then I would say, Oh guys, I'll catch up with you in a minute. I walk over to the front desk and go, hey, I'm in room 330. I forgot my wallet. He'd give me the key. I'd go
3: shower. (laughs) I've never heard that story. That's terrific. I've heard some stories (laughs) in my day, but never that one.
5: A week later, I got my first job. I was there for four and a half months before I landed a Toyota National. I was there a total of six months. I got in the Screen Actors Guild, and that job ran for three years. And at those times, residuals were fantastic on commercials. And that got me to Florida, and then that got me there for two years, and I went to L.A., and I've been here 18 years.
3: Well, you did it the right way. You, you did it the way everybody should. It's definitely a you-must-do job. It's not a job that anybody else can do for you unless you're lucky. Or if you're born to John Voight, you know, that doesn't hurt a little bit either. Uh, <laughs> now we have uh, the, the great-grandchildren of certain movie stars that are in the biz, and they, they get it on a silver platter. Um, what saddens me is there's so much great, great talent out there, uh, fabulous talent that never really goes anywhere because of all these blow up movies. We have so many of them, all the CGI films, uh, years ago it was a little easier because people were actors and actresses and they had roles to play in films that made them stars. Um, we've lost all of that. I'm only hoping that Hollywood goes back to making good films for actors and actresses, And please, Hollywood, help all the writers out. So many are losing their homes in L.A. and are broke because their scripts just don't go anywhere because they don't have a a, a building exploding.
5: That's right. How how do you feel about that? If you talk to casting directors, which a lot of them are friends of mine, Mm -hmm. the first thing they'll say to you is, okay, we're casting this film. Who is in social media that we can give a role to because they're going to blast the movie? So a lot of roles are being taken from, you know, vining and, and uh, uh, the, the people on Twitter and, and that's n- there's nothing wrong with that at all. I'm just saying the shift of how you market a movie with, with social media now is so different that they know that if Bob over here who does vines or so and so who does this has a m- 10 million followers that's, that's like money to them. They hit two or three vines, 10 million know about true. the movie. So I that's get what they're saying.
2: Yeah, I get all that too, cause like, like I think I've done about ten movies, and I I suck. I'm flat out tell you, I can't act at all. Trust um, me,
3: <laughs> I, I read lines with him one night. I was hysterical laughing. I, I really do. I,
2: I'm not good. I'm I great. Had, I'm great at.
3: No, I've never had a better time. I said, Jimmy, you're supposed to act, not read. He said, Oh, okay. Can I do it again? I said, Yeah. He said, he, he reads the line. I said, No, Jimmy, you're supposed to act. He said, Well, how do you act? I don't know how to do it. My, my point to of,
2: no, but my point of telling you, because I'm great at interviews, because I know stuff, I know tons of pop culture stuff, and I can keep a conversation going without any problem whatsoever. But in the acting, that <laughs> but the only reason I've been in the ten or twelve movies that I've been in is because they know that I'll promote it on the show, and I've got a million Twitter followers, and in social media total, I have about four million between all my different accounts, and they know I will promote it. And so, like, I get put in it, and that's, you know, so I hear what you're saying, and I don't really necessarily think that those people are the most talented. There are a few that are very talented who have millions and millions of followers, but uh, I would prefer it to go to people who, you know, can really, like, do the job, and that way, when you see the film, like, we went and saw The Intern last night, a very good film, not no blow-ups, no crashes, all dialogue and story. And good writing. Hello, good writing. Like A Woodlawn. beginning,
3: a middle, and an end. Like Woodland will
2: be, like a real film that, you know... I mean,
5: um,
3: act this piece was wonderful. Well, Jimmy, let me give you the
5: best acting advice ever, if you're ever doing another job. The best piece of advice you'll ever take.
3: Okay, go ahead.
5: Don't act. There you just go. Just be you.
3: Yeah, but you ever hear him read a line? <laughs> and then he said to me, over there, <laughs> watch out, there is a bullet coming into my head. Oh my, I must duck now.
2: Yeah, I'm not any good. What are you I gonna mean, do?
3: I was crying. I was pleading myself. I I was dating him at the time. Also, we weren't even married yet. And I thought to myself, I hope this guy's not thinking he's gonna be an actor and support himself. Yeah, but I
2: definitely couldn't support myself. He ain't going life.
3: anywhere.
2: I noticed though, in your body of work, you've done a little bit of both. You have some of the blow me up movie. You have some blow me up stuff, and you have some really like you know gritty, gritty yeah. acting like stuff. That's not. That's not dependent on blow-ups and special effects for people to like it. So I think that's like really cool um, that you're doing both. I realize you got to go what you know what gets offered and what you go after, but I think that um, I much prefer. I'm kind of like a in between the age of like I still like some like I love all the superhero movies and all that stuff. I think it's a lot of fun. Yeah, but Jimmy, but I like the character story-driven stuff a lot better.
3: There are all kinds of actors. There are people who become actors because they need fame. Those that become actors because they love money and those like Marlon Brando, who we mentioned before, and Joan, uh, I mean, and um, I'm trying to think, no, Lauren Bacall, of course. I'm thinking of Paul Newman's wife, uh, Joanne Woodward. Joanne Woodward is an actress. She couldn't care, I mean, I've met her, I've spoken to her. She couldn't care less about fame or money. She couldn't care less about looking pretty, about her hair done. She, she's an actor. And that's her life, and that's what she does. She lives to act, and that's the people that get where they go. Well,
5: and that's what's fun. You you mentioned about my projects, and what I've tried to do is not take projects that are always the same. Like uh, we're in we're in pre production on a on a Christmas film called Believe Right Now with Miles Brown, the kid from Blackish, and and um, Ryan O'Quinn. And I was just offered another Christmas movie, and I'm going. I can't do that back-to-back like that because it's just it's not going to do me any good to promote one or them and it's not going to look good for me to do back-to-back-to-back Christmas movies so you got to be strategic on what you're doing uh we have a fun comedy coming out uh next year called True Calling and man you're talking about a hoot that was a blast because I get to do some comedy so it's good you know I'm trying to find projects where I can play some greedy character stuff do leading man stuff and I can also do some comedy I just want to I just want to act act that's why
3: you're successful and your success will continue because you have to love this stupid business because if you don't love it you're going to kill you, it's a horrible business when people say to me how do you you feel being an actor I say well first of all I made five films, I'm not an actor I'm an interviewer for like a hundred years and I like what I do if I didn't like it I I couldn't do it, do it as well as I do you must love acting. To yeah. be a great actor. I believe that totally. You know, and there's
5: and there's another flip side to that is I, I talked to a lot of my uh a lot of my friends about this. As much as you give of your soul to be an actor and all you have to give to be there, you, you also have that. to have an outlet. You have to have something else. It can't just be acting. You gotta be able to have a family or have music or have friend you gotta have something as an outlet writing to get you away from this crazy world because it's so easy for these actors, and I've seen it happen, where they get inflated and they think they're bigger than life and then they they have a bad movie and they don't have a career and they're freaking out.
3: So, so it's, I, uh, I know many, many of the great legends of Hollywood because my TV show interviewed them over the years. And I've got to tell you, the women that were great beauties like Arlene Dahl and Jane Russell and uh, people like that, They don't discuss aging and they don't discuss what they look like now. It's extremely painful. The guys are like Tony Curtis, who was a riot, couldn't care less. Uh, He'll discuss anything without any pain. But most of the great legends of Hollywood that no longer get their asses kissed, they don't get the perks, they don't get the, they're not even, I mean, I went all over with Jane Russell, she was my friend, she stayed at my house, we used to go shopping in the mall, and nobody knew it was Jane Russell, and it bothered her, and I knew it bothered her, because she would like almost want to tell people, I'm Jane Russell, so yeah. I forgot what I was talking about. Do you believe that? <laughs> I get so involved <laughs> with this crap.
2: Okay, well, hang on. I want to go two things because we only got about three minutes left. Okay, number one, how was it being on Prison Break? Because I think that was one of the coolest, most ingenious, like, television shows in the last ten years. Did you like being on Prison Break? Yeah, I know uh, you didn't do tons, yeah. but you were on a couple episodes.
5: No, no, no. Prison Break was fun. I, I really enjoyed those guys. Set, be able to just sit back and watch how they tell the story. I mean the writing was just so detailed and complicated, but there's always a means to an end. Right. Um I, I remember with w- watching Wentworth and just sit back and just watching how he portrayed that character. He has such a uh, a powerful stillness to him in that in that character and he was just so methodical on everything he had to do. And it was really for me it was kind of like an acting class. You said every job I do, I'm watching the other actors going, what is it that they do that I don't do well that I can do better. There you know? go. You always look at what you can do, you know? It's always you always try to take notes and and try to get better at what you do and always, you know, get better at what you're not good at. But Prison Break was really cool for me. That that came right on the heels of Dollhouse. I went right from Prison Break I think to Dollhouse and it was really fun. Love
3: do a Prison Make a good old, old like a guy that's doing a life sentence. I would really that I would really love to do.
2: So the chair behind you is that is that from Woodlawn?
5: Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's my uh, – that, you're exactly right. That's my chair from Woodline. Yeah. Like, that's that's, cool, is, have that's can
2: keep mementos from things like, like that. Like, so. you don't get to keep them. He swiped that.
5: <laughs> yeah, you better believe it. Like, there's all my life <laughs> stuff. Shit.
2: Oh, look. It's got his whole wall full of it. Oh, yeah, I love yeah. that.
5: They don't give that's you – my stuff there because she's a strength and conditioning coach. Uh, GinaLombardi.com, that's her website. She's a trainer to a lot of the, the stars in Hollywood. She gets them in shape and tries to keep me in shape. And then you can look over here. You just
3: see all kinds of stuff we have. So, yeah. you got to swipe it. I asked Jane Russell, I said, do you have any of the costumes that you wore in *Gentlemen* for blonde?" She said, are you kidding? That wardrobe bitch comes. She grabs those costumes. They put them under lock and key. You never get them. So you can't even swipe them. All right. So let's do one more big plug. First of all, you guys, if you want to follow Kevin on
2: Twitter, you're Kevin Sizemore, right, on Twitter? Yep. Yep. It's at Kevin Sizemore on Twitter, everybody. Um, You can follow him there. Are you on Instagram, too? Yeah, Kevin Sizemore. You, Kevin Sizemore everywhere. So follow him on Instagram, follow him on Twitter. Um, Make sure to go see Woodlawn October 16th in theaters. It's going to be a great, great film, and uh, I think it's going to be awesome. Go on Kevin Sizemore's IMDb, check out all the things he's been in, and watch all of them, so that way you can see great talent.
3: Kevin, let me tell you something. You're going to be seen more and more and more and more. You're on your way, buddy. You're a (laughs) hell of a good actor. I remember you from that part. Change. And I, His personality. He's got guts. He's got balls. He's a fighter. He's a tough guy. He, he's a go-forward guy. He don't give a shit who's in the way. He'll knock everybody down, but he'll go forward. And
2: you can watch his son. If you guys like Nashville, we had Riley Smith on. Nashville is a great show, everybody. I freaking like love it. It's a really fun show, and uh, especially if you like country music, it's all about the music industry. It's a lot of fun. And um, what else was I going to tell? Oh, you know what, too, we have to do? We have to like thank Wendy Shepard. We want to thank Wendy Shepard from Studio Matrix for setting this whole interview up. Um, do you have anything in the, else you want to promote? You got about a minute.
5: Well, if we're all three trying to get a vehicle, we should all three get a Ford, right? There we go. Right, oh,
3: now Ford owes him a car. Please, <laughs> <laughs> Ford, you got to give the man a free car. That's right. That great? Uh,
5: we're going to that. We're at. We have our premiere for Woodlawn here on Monday, on the fifth. We're having it a little bit early, so that's gonna be fun and. Um, yeah, I appreciate you guys having me on. It's going to be an interesting film. I just hope people, when they go you're, see Woodlawn...
3: you are a very interesting guest. Well, thank you. When they go
5: see Woodlawn, I'm just hoping that people walk in, and when you walk out, I just hope you think, just think about it. You know, just think well,
3: about. I don't have to think because I never had that mentality. But those people that are prejudiced and who are still prejudiced today, I hope they learn something from it. Yeah.
5: Well, I think everyone's going to enjoy it. It's got a great message to it, and it's, if you love football and faith then it's the movie for you.
3: There
2: you go. Terrific. All right. Sounds so, Kevin, great. we want to thank you for coming on the Jimmy Star Show. Anytime you got anything new to promote, let us know. We'll have you back on anytime. We loved having you, and thank you so much, and good luck And with we're going to
3: critique you when we, after we see your movie.
2: Oh. <laughs> and tell Brett Rice howdy for me. Absolutely. We sure will. Thank you so much. Good luck with Bye everything. Now. Have a great week. Thanks, Kevin. All right, everybody. Um, all Again. right, everybody. Kevin Sizemore was a great guest. Bello Sanchez was terrific, so you want to be a stars, Michael Santi, we had a great show. It's we over? want to thank everybody for tuning in. Um, next week, we got Brett Rice coming on. He's also in Woodlawn, and um, we will appreciate everybody for tuning in. Have a great week, everybody. And, oh, oh, and there's, the, there's the leopard shoe that Ron was talking about, everybody. Check it out. He's <laughs> cool. He wants to know if he can wear the leopard shoe, so check it out. It's really cool. Let us know next week, we'll bring it back on and Chad, Thank you so much. Everybody, we'll see you next week. Later. Bye everybody. I'm a Liverpool MC. You can't dress me. Big up the
1: girls inside the party. Let's get down to crazy Jimmy. Big up myself the loan as I'll be the one and only the Turkish MC. Always love like the clothes of Jimmy. British, I'm your wanna wanna be Jimmy Stark, new celebrity. We'll take you out to Jimmy
6: star. He'll dress you right. Y'all feel like the star We'll hook you up. Now you look sexy Your game is tight Gonna get laid tonight You need